0: This is the AV Podcast Games Edition. Hello and welcome to this very special edition of the AV Forums Gaming Podcast. Uh, We've gathered the troops together and we're going to have a quick chat about the Xbox announcement. Uh, Joining me on this podcast is, of course, Mark. Hello, Mark. Evening, Steve. Leon. Hello, Leon.
1: Mm. Sorry, I was just eating my words. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: Steve, how are you doing? Hello, not bad. We welcome back Steve. He's been away for a couple of months. Yeah, it's been a while, hasn't it? And, of course, Ben. Hello. Fellas, we have the Xbox One. Can we start with the name?
2: Yeah, I thought we already had the Xbox One.
0: <sighs> See, initially, I absolutely hated the name. But in many ways, I suppose it must be an absolute nightmare naming a bit of kit in this day and age. And I don't mean, you know, something that someone's invented in a bedroom somewhere that's a small little niche product. If you're releasing something mass-market... You know, with the way that SEO works and everything, I mean, you've got to be so careful about what you name it. So I suppose they already had the brand. Xbox is always going to be the Xbox. I suppose it's the same as the iPad. The one part of it will kind of just fade away. Xbox will be Xbox and 360 will be the last gen and, and, and the one will obviously be this gen, but we'll just carry on calling it Xbox. Does that
3: does that make sense to everyone? No. I don't think we will. I think it, it's it's... It's kind of a calculated one on this one. Oh, see, you can't even say one anymore. It's, <laughs> it's without it sounding like a garbled sentence. It's clearly all tied in one box under the TV, and there'll be adverts saying one way to play games, or you know, one way yeah, to that, get. to okay, the, that may
0: be so, but in a conversation, if someone says, "What did you do last night?" you're going to say, I, "I played on my one."
4: One was playing on one's one.
3: One was playing with <laughs> oneself.
4: <laughs> you'd say the same about the Wii at one point. What? I'm, I was playing with the Wii. It sounded ridiculous, didn't it? But you'd get used to whatever people call
0: it. Yeah, I suppose so. I don't, I don't know. Uh, me, personally, I st- still see it being called an Xbox.
4: I think the real point is the one that Mark makes. So there is a reason for it. It's the one place. It's your. They, they referred to it through the whole of the first 5 minutes is the entertainment system is an entertainment system and it's not about it being a games console it's about it bringing together all of your all of your media into one place
0: yeah of course yeah and let's face it the whole announcement kind of Reeked of that There was um, obviously some games towards the end But I think we didn't hear anything about games For at least half an hour into the, uh, into the show But let's not get ahead of ourselves or What about the hardware? What do we think of the
1: actual um, the looks of the device? It's
2: a nice bit of kit Although the vents look funky on the top of it
1: I believe you won't actually need a coffee table anymore you can just rest your drinks on the Xbox in the middle of the room.
2: <laughs> it, is one, it is one multifunctional box, after all. <laughs> well,
4: it's lot, it's lot eight liters of RAM, hasn't it? It's lot eight RAMs. Um. Eight RAMs, in it. <laughs> How much
3: of that whiskey have you had already? <laughs> eight
4: eight liters of RAM, which is the same as... Is that the same as the PS4, is it?
1: It is, but it's slower. It's DDR3 instead of DDR5. Which, in the real world, probably not the end of the world, but, you know... The internet being the internet is painting it as the largest gap ever.
3: But it's surprising, given the fact that they were pushing so much this multitasking, and you would have thought if that was you know their prime aim was going to be, you know, that you can game and then you can be pausing music and then pausing a movie and then opening up Internet Explorer, that they would have you know won the race on memory at least.
4: Do, do you think? Am I being overly cynical? Do you think that was a live tech demo that they did when he was clipping through all of the different you know. Put on the TV. Put on the movie. Put on the game. I think it was.
2: I think it was. Yeah. But it'd be interesting to see how it would work once you got a lot of stuff on it.
1: True. Mm.
4: <laughs> or, or with a regional
0: accent.
2: Yeah. Well, I'll struggle with it.
0: The, the sharper of you uh, amongst you listeners <clears throat> will, will know. Steve actually has a, a regional accent. It'd be quite, quite interesting to see what it makes of your, uh, your banter.
2: Now then, kid will you put internet on for us, please? <laughs> <laughs> Australians have a problem with their voice recognition, apparently, as well, so they might, may, might end up throwing it through the window as well.
0: All of those services seem, again, to be US-centric, but we've got no reason not to believe that they won't be um, folded into something like Sky or something in the UK market. We'd expect to see something like Spotify on there, but would that would that cannibalise off Xbox music, do you think?
1: Um, Spotify probably would do. I don't, I don't think you'll ever see that same way. I mean, there is a Last FM app, but everyone wants background, Last FM, and stuff like that. But um, as far as the TV stuff goes, I think they've confirmed that it will be US only at launch, but they're looking to roll it out globally as time goes by. Um, it's always the way with this stuff. I mean, they always bring up EA Sports, and everybody who isn't in America goes to sleep for 20 minutes while they tell you about the NFL and watching basketball. And we frankly just don't care about that. Um, as far as the voice recognition goes, I actually think that's the best thing about Connect. I, I've, I've said since Connect came in that voice recognition is the one part of it that I actually really do care about. Um, is voice recognition available as part of Connect at the moment? Um, I actually don't have a Connect, um, so I couldn't tell you.
2: It is, yeah. it is, but it's it's such a pain to use. You have to you actually have to put the dashboard on a Connect only setting so you can actually use Connect to navigate first, and you have to say stuff like xbox and then wait for it to recognize you and then say it so it's not as easy as it is
0: so it's sluggish
2: yeah
4: yeah yeah it is a little bit and the other thing is with any sort of background noise at all it won't work properly so if it's just me in the room absolutely fine but when i've got the kids running around or even if i've just got it turned up quite loud um it won't it won't sort of it won't pick your voice out
0: all right let me put it to you this way if it was slick if it was responsive and it worked perfectly every time is that the way
2: you would control your device. Yeah. If it works how it does, then that, that's sure, yeah.
4: I just don't think it's the right question because it, it should be a games console, and the first thing is, is that how you want to interact with your games? Like, it should be built from the ground up as a, as a games console. I think uh, Sony got a lot closer to that. And for me this is an entertainment thing and, and part of the whole package of, of media entertainment was and look how you can control it, look how you can watch your T V or movies and I'm not I'm just not interested.
1: This this is the big argument that is playing out on the forums right now. It's it's between the people who expected Microsoft to do what they did which was, you know, they released stats before this saying, hey, there's like 70, 60% of the use of an Xbox 360 is entertainment related nowadays so they're not going to turn their back on that of course, if that's what their console's being used for that is what they're going to push for, at the same time I can see what people are saying, like, they want a gaming-centric console, but I mean, it doesn't exist in a bubble, I don't have a problem with the entertainment side of the console as long as the gaming side is still good, and still delivers what I want, um, and everyone seems to be just beating microsoft up completely for turning it into some sort of entertainment box um but i, I don't think that's the case It's always has been that
0: and can Ma- microsoft really be blamed for kind of um not going into games in massive detail at this announcement when we're literally two three weeks out
2: from the biggest or one of the biggest games conferences of the year
1: and they said that they said that this was going to be hardware and e3 was games They'll
2: want. They'll just want to blow Sony out. Well, because like you said, there were, I said, let me just get the uh, actual figure. Up. I think he said there was da, 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 how many games coming out?
4: Fifteen. Yeah, 15 and then and there eight. was eight, eight
2: exclusives. Like eight. So they're just gonna play. I thought it's
0: fifteen exclusives, eight brand new, never seen before. Yeah.
2: So um, they're gonna throw that at Sony, and Sony probably just gonna flap about a bit and say, "Here's Uncharted, here's Gran Turismo. That's not even coming out on PS4 anyway." Well.
0: We do have some um, some hardware specs. Uh, we mentioned eight gig of RAM already, which is kind of a given. And, and there were so many rumours that that's not really a, a big surprise. A five hundred gig hard drive? Did I see that listed in the specs? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. When you think about it, if there's a Blu-ray drive, which that was confirmed as well, um, dual-layer Blu-ray, you can get about fifty gigs of data.
1: Installs are mandatory now as well.
0: And installs are mandatory. So that's only space for about ten games. Which is probably okay, but when you add in movies and other bits and bobs, it's still gonna kind of, you know, I'm sure we'll be moaning within six
2: months at 500 gigs not quite enough. You forget about the cloud, the power of the cloud.
4: Well, this is it. There's going to be is, there's a suggestion that some games will employ an almost sort of Sim City like um, dual running, where part of the processing is done elsewhere uh, and part of it's done on the Xbox. So you might have a small install on the Xbox, but it'll be pulling down. Data from from the cloud, which I'm sure we're all really excited about, seeing how well it went with SimCity.
1: <laughs> well, they did say that they they have what what was it three hundred? They're gonna have three hundred thousand servers. Mm-hmm. Was it was that the number more yeah, more? It was
2: a, more than what we had in 1999? Wow, yeah. nice stat there. I, I was impressed with that. Yeah, but we're in 2013, <laughs> not
1: 1999.
4: <laughs> Even if there aren't any really new games, at least we'll be able to play all of our old ones, right, Leon?
1: Oh, look at you, stabbing me in the heart oh, Wow. Yeah. Just, uh, straight for the jugular, man. That's cold. <laughs> no, like, like I was saying before we recorded, you know, they, they always drop out all the positive news, or, or they give you everything that you want to hear in the conferences, or, or not, as the case may be. But then, you know, slowly afterwards, that's when all the stuff you really care about starts sliding out, and, you know, all the all the sites are flashing up with news saying that... Yes, pre-owned games uh, will work, but possibly there's a fee. Uh, arcade games aren't going to work. Uh, Xbox 360 games aren't going to be backwards compatible, which I am quite disappointed about. Um, that's you still got your 360, right? Well, that wasn't the plan. You know, I was I was going to trade that in and, and just go with with the new console. But now, yeah, I, I probably will keep hold of my 360 because I've got so many arcade games, so many that I. I really don't want to lose access to them. Um, so, I mean, you were saying, what did I want to see? To be honest, I wanted, at the very least, my arcade games to carry over. Um, I, I could have dealt with disc-based games not being playable. I could have sucked that up. But arcade games, I think that's just harsh. Yeah.
3: It's a question about revenue streams, ultimately. I mean, we always thought that if one of them, one of the big manufacturers went for no backwards compatibility, then the other one might just kind of twitch and say well no we are gonna give it and therefore they would pick up those sales however it's it's one of those situations where they've obviously seen that there's enough revenue to be gained just by both of them shutting it out and saying well you know we're confident enough in our back catalogue of titles that we can sell all these again you know they perhaps weren't gonna pick up as many console sales from that being a you know such a kinda of killer feature as they'd make from selling all those games again to a completely new generation
1: I mean, the marketing spin that they're putting on it is that, you know, the Xbox 360 isn't dying. We're going to support the Xbox 360, and all of your games will still be playable on your Xbox 360. You just need to buy a one as well to play all the new games on it, which is, is all well and good. But, you know, I don't want... That thing looks massive. I'm going to have to have a shelf for that thing in my entertainment unit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that know, is like, the shelf. Well, yeah, exactly. It's, it's one. Yeah, it, it is everything. Um,
2: but doesn't that defeat the object of having the one, if you have to have the old one? Exactly.
4: It's a deal-breaker for me.
1: It's, it almost is for me.
4: In as much as I, if I'm going to buy either one on launch day, it won't be, it won't be the, well, I'm definitely not going to buy the Xbox right at the start. Really? Definitely not. But no. see,
3: you say this, but you know this was a hardware announcement. You wait until E3. You know they've they've talked all this stuff about kind of live, and they said it was going to be more powerful, and you know they've huge amount of servers, and but they they haven't actually really shown anything of the gaming side. So it's very easy to be underwhelmed by this, and just to say, you know what, I I'm perfectly capable of pressing a button on a TV remote. I don't have to have a conversation with it with it. You know, <laughs> but, but at the same time, as soon as they do actually cut past that marketing spiel you know if they show you something that's like a kind of Skyrim world that's you know always on that's changing every time you go into it and it's you know permanently housed on these servers and they're they're actually putting that to good use as soon as a developer actually shows you you know cut through all the marketing spiel this is what it's about if they showed you an absolutely killer game that was an exclusive that was coming out day one you know wouldn't you put the stuff like backwards compatibility to the back of your mind
4: well, it would have to be an exclusive, um, but yeah, because, I, because I, cl- I can see myself getting a PS4 now looking at the two. I can see myself going out and getting a PS4 early, but I can't see myself getting this. I'm, but yeah, I'm looking I'm,
0: forward to asking you exactly the same conversation next podcast when we have all of the, the, the kind of lists of games and uh, an upcoming
3: um, release sheet. The Trojan horse design. It's how can we get it underneath people's TVs and tell them that they're not playing a gaming console. We make it a black box, we make it you know, a few round corners, no, square. As square as you can make it. Sharp edges, square. Perhaps a light. I thought it was, That's uh, about
0: it. Uh, really, really interesting when you compare the way that both companies have handled hardware. Sony put a teaser out. Was it just yesterday or even today, I think? Yesterday, of the... Um, of the PS4 hardware, and still not revealed it. So they'll reveal it at E3. Whereas Microsoft, it was kind of the first thing they put out there at this announcement. It was just kind of there on display, um, and it, it it kind of sp- speaks directly to what you were saying, Leon, last podcast. How Sony are really, you know, the hardware guys, and Microsoft are the um, are the software guys, and that really showed in this announcement, didn't it?
1: Yeah, it always does. I mean, they did exactly what I expected them to do, you know. Although, you know, when he was like, right, we're turning on the Xbox, and he turned it on with his voice, okay, pretty cool, and it logged him in automatically, and it showed exactly the same dashboard as the Xbox 360. I was like, hang on, what? Isn't this meant to be a new console?
3: No, it wasn't. It wasn't exactly the same. He said it, it would look familiar.
1: It looked precisely the same, apart from the fact you could grab and pull screens and do stuff like that. Um, but but yeah, the, the software, which is what they launched straight into, you know, split screen on this and switch instantly from game to browser to TV and plug in your TV and then you can control the TV with your voice. You know, the software side of it is they have done what they do. Um, they have put all their money and all their focus onto that. Um, not to say they haven't done games because they didn't show that, but yeah, that's that's Microsoft and that's what well, they
0: do. What do you think of the Skype We we kind of expected it. We predicted it would be in there. And now that you've seen it, is it kind of big deal? Or
4: yeah, it's mind blowing, isn't it? (laughs) We could could record the podcast on our. I was going to say,
0: yeah, we do actually record the podcast via Skype, so (laughs) we could take this recording into everyone's. Could be
2: onesies.
3: (laughs) 1080p though. They say that the connect is going to be you know hugely uprated and that kind of thing. It's supposed to be able to track people that much better. So it's you know. It'll look a little bit better, put it that way.
2: It's had rocket science level of precision gone into its design. That's that's what he said. That was, a was embarrassing, line.
4: wasn't it? Embarrassing yeah. line, that was.
3: But they showcase it with the slowest movements as well. That's what yeah, I don't doing get. Yoga. It's the yoga. Yeah, the one main criticism of it isn't the fact that it doesn't see you in the room. It's that when you wave your arms quickly, then it can't find you again. You know, And the, doing yoga in a room isn't going to convince anyone of that.
2: It said it could monitor your heart rate as well. That'll be interesting.
0: How many sports fans we got amongst us? Ben, I know you, uh, a keen Arsenal fan after watching your Twitter feed at the weekend. Um, (laughs) All of the stuff that was shown off for the NFL, the NBA, I presume it could at some point, or the plan is at some point, to port that over to the the Premier League. And I'm sure if that works well, it could be massive.
3: It would if they did it properly. I think if they did it properly, I was just... I don't know, I was watching the, the... there's still that sneaking suspicion of, kind of, do these companies fully understand kind of regionalisation and that kind of thing? As soon as you you know you've got Barcelona and you're showcasing them in your in your little montage and everything, and what do you show them doing? It was a lumped long ball to Iniesta and a headed goal for Messi. <laughs> and you just think, what are you doing? You know, well, if they tied into to you know fantasy league and that kind of thing, and they managed to get it running well.
4: I I, I thought it was a really strange thing to put so much emphasis so early on on the TV thing because, well, I don't know. It's like ever since i would got a TV, the one feature I always wanted was the ability to watch TV on my TV and now Microsoft have released the bots that allow me to do that. Except maybe it won't because I'm in the UK. So I'll just have to stick with watching TV on my actual TV. I, I don't, I just didn't see it as a, I don't know what I'm supposed to be excited about. Is it? Is it, was it, were they purely selling it on the convenience of... I don't have to press the button on my TV control that goes away from my Xbox to my TV. That's not an advantage for me. That's an advantage for them to lock me into their their system.
1: I think if, it, it's really hard because we look at this in one particular perspective. You know, it was interesting. I was sitting and reading a thread with hundreds of people commenting and stuff like that, and there were people who. The interesting thing is, you get people in these threads who don't usually come into the Xbox threads, and they come in and they give their opinion. And, and the casual people look at it and they saw stuff like, oh, controlling their TV with their voice and split-screening it with Internet Explorer or Twitter or something like that, and they actually thought that was quite good. You know, they they saw that as quite a novelty feature or something interesting. Um, and you know, if you look at the way TVs are going uh, with their smart TVs and all that sort of stuff, that is something that the manufacturers are pushing, and Microsoft is kind of getting in the back door with it and saying, okay, so just pop in your Skybox or your TV feed or whatever, and then you get all this extra functionality which makes it smart and adds all these extra bits and bobs on which you might get in your TV, but it's all in one place, and here I am using the marketing term already, one place, it's it's all there for you, you know? Mm. Yeah, very it's very not fair. for me. It's not for me, and and, the, and and that's the thing. This whole conference wasn't really for me. You got to remember, this was broadcast on TV. This was an hour long, and people who don't know anything about Xbox were watching this, so they weren't going to stand there and go, "Well, the uh, the reason we put DDR3 memory in it rather than DDR5, and if you look at the textures on this particular screenshot, you know they weren't going to do that. They were going to say, "Hey, mainstream, check it out. it Plays Call of Duty. You can watch TV on it, and you can do all this fancy stuff on it." And that's what we got.
0: Okay, well, look. Let's let's move on to the uh, to the game stuff that we did see and that was shown off. Um, Mark, you mentioned the FIFA stuff earlier. FIFA uh, uh, EA Ignite. Sorry, excuse me. EA Ignite, um, a kind of next gen uh, umbrella for EA to push out all of their sports titles. Um, I mean, the FIFA demo just just
3: looked like FIFA, didn't it? It did it you know, I, I was waiting to to kind of be blown away by it but i think the trouble is is that ea do montages so well that you know there's always that sneaking suspicion of is is it going to look like this is it you know i mean it, this could if this was just you know in-game footage and they've just happened to have zoomed in at those particular moments then you would say that looks yeah that looks great but you know of course it's going to be you know framed in a certain way and that kind of thing and so yeah, until you've seen it up and running you don't really know. And ultimately, I mean, when it comes to things like, like FIFA games, most people zoom the camera out to get the better view anyway. Most people are looking kind of pitch wide. And so therefore you're looking for the things that they, they in fact didn't really show off. Talk of like 3D crowds and, you know, all this different kind of you know streaming of content on Xbox Live. That was the kind of thing that would have been great, you know, that would have actually hooked people in. As it was, kind of close ups on an athlete that you're never gonna look at that closely again, don't really do that much. Yeah. You want to hear about the new modes. I mean the FIFA fourteen ultimate team, they said only on Xbox. Well that that was the kind of thing to tout. That was the big thing that, you know, could have switched people onto it.
0: What is ultimate team? Is that is that something that's been seen this year or is that something new?
3: That's something new as far as I know. That was just you know the kind of thing that got the that was the whoop moment. But it's actually that, that which
0: is exclusive to Xbox, not the game. It's just that. Just the Ultimate yeah. Team.
4: FIFA Ultimate Team uh, already exists. It's like a kind of fantasy team thing.
2: It's where you get all the money from the kids who keep pouring money into it. It's basically to have the best team and the best players that you possibly can, and you buy packs of players and you know random players you don't know who you're getting. And it's just basically a way of getting kids to just pour more and more money into the franchise. And, and it works, it, you know, people like are Like panini stickers,
3: basically. Yeah, yeah
2: pretty it, much. It kind of stays oh, Pokemon up to, trading cards.
4: I, I buy FIFA every year, and I'm, I've 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 got FIFA 13, but I haven't touched it, but I know it's there, and it is exactly what Steve says. And it's, there's this thing about, I think it stays up to date with real world events or something. People are really into it. I, I can, It's not for me, but... it. Yeah, I think... Because there had been some rumours before that um, large parts of the game or the whole game itself might be an exclusive which was realistically never going to happen I don't no. think but Ultimate Team out of everything I, I, I mean yeah that's not a that's not a console shifter for
1: me
0: um, Well I suppose we should give mention to uh, Steven Spielberg showing up and um, talking about a Halo TV show as well Leon uh, first person uh, I thought of was you when uh, I saw this uh, you must have been <laughs> his
1: Master Chief outfit <laughs>
0: yeah you must have been uh, jumping up <laughs> and down with excitement
1: you know what? The thread was going nuts, with people going, what is this Halo thing? I'm not 12, I don't want to see this. And I was just sat there thinking, this looks great. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I'm in, Stephen, what you got? I was, I was all about it. I, I loved, um, they did, what was it, uh, Forward into Dawn, which was the Halo 4 live, live series thing. Um, I love Halo TV, so yeah, I'm in, I'm cool with that. Uh, what was the uh, details, if they gave any? You know what, I have no idea because my stream froze at that point Um, They didn't
2: really say much To be honest with you The only thing that I picked up on was they said It was a premium series Now I don't know what that means um, But she made a point of saying it was premium So whether that means only certain people are going to get it If they pay for it or not Mm. That'll be interesting to see
1: You know, they kind of skirted around Xbox Live. I mean, they did say with the existing subscription you already have, so they made a point of saying that, you know, you won't have to buy a different subscription between your 360 and your One. But what they didn't rule out was another tier being added on top, maybe, for this sort of content, perhaps.
4: Just as an aside, it's probably worth mentioning for anyone who doesn't know listeners that um, they have confirmed that uh, achievements and your avatar and things like that will all carry over.
0: Yeah, did see that, did make a note here actually to bring bring that up. A- a- Achievement points, are they anything that anyone's that interested about on the pod team?
1: I want them wiped out.
0: <laughs> well, I can sa- safely uh, bet that that's not going to happen.
1: I'd rather my arcade games. They
2: said that the achievements are going to be more ad- adapt and be changed. They said they're not going to be a, like one person, that, Like they'll be different for each person, so it'll show you how you got it and it'll have different kind of a things you to get from are, different yeah. people. Yeah, it'll depend on your play style or what have you.
0: I went through about six months where I was very into achievement points, and uh, it was it, it was a lot of fun, but I did play some turkeys for the sake of it.
4: I really don't understand the appeal, and every now and then I'll dip into the thread that we've got, you know, the or the threads uh, about the achievement. What is it? Leon the Achievement Hunters. Gamer score
1: whatever. anonymous.
4: And I just don't... I. I don't. know. You know what? I'd lot just as a very brief. Um, you know, I said I'd got that Vita, um, so I'd lock my Vita, and I spent. I must have spent about half an hour trying to work out how to get it to not tell me that I've got trophies. I just can't. <laughs> I think. It, I think it, it's really. It's an interruption. I think. This, you know, Xbox achievements are as well. I, I can't see any appeal to them at all, other than just made up. Points I I
0: I, I spent. A few months being interested in it, I hung out with those guys, well I say hung out online, and there's some there's some great lads in there, and it's it, it's a very different kind of community spirit, obviously they're going about playing games in a very different way, but a few of us got together and did a race, I think I notched up like 12,000 in a month, which was pretty, pretty epic, I remember being very proud at the time, uh, but now sitting here it does all seem a bit kind of, well... You know, so achievements what? are going to be there on the one. I guess if nothing else, those guys are going to be looked after, and uh, all of those scores will carry over. So that's a good thing.
4: Yeah, I'd be outraged on their behalf if they put all that effort in it just like wiped yeah. out. Yeah. So Leon doesn't get his arcade games, but they get their achievement points. <laughs> he
2: gets bit- the achievement points from them at least. Oh
1: yeah, it's spectacular.
0: Uh, let's get back to some of the games. Um, Snorza, anyone excited about Forts of Five? Uh, ben, you strike me as a kind of car guy. You uh, you like racing games?
2: Are you
4: having a lot? Laugh? <laughs> <laughs> he drinks
2: whiskey all the time. He can't
4: drive. <laughs> I'm most of the time, I'm not allowed behind the wheel. No, you know, I, I'm not a massive. I, I've, there's been a few uh, games over the last few years, racing games that I've really enjoyed. Um, a couple of the Need for Speeds, but Forza, uh, no, and and um, uh, Gran Turismo I feel the same. I'm I, I'm sure they're still relevant to people that are really into it in much the same way as I'd go out and buy. FIFA and someone who's only casually into football games might say, well, you know, they don't change very much. But I, I think you have to, it has to be your thing uh, to really care about yeah. it.
0: Okay, well, not many people excited for the EA stuff, not many people excited for uh, Forza. Um, Quantum Break, surely this must have uh, piqued your interest.
3: Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, as soon as they said Remedy, it, you know, you, you immediately think you're going to see something good. Um, it's it sounded the, I I like the name. I was all ready just to jump aboard that train and then as soon as it cut to the live action.
0: Just weird, wasn't it? Just why do that? It didn't sit well well together at all.
3: No, you've got this kind of great game. You've clearly pumped millions into it. You're making it part of the showpiece of this, you know, this huge worldwide announcement. And it was like they'd kind of cut together some some weird TV commercial with something else. I mean it's just they've got this creepy child and then a disaster and then you know the the graphics and then with the live action just didn't mesh in any way and then they have this kind of tagline uh, what is it time is the fire in which we burn and then you've got like sounds like, like an emo
0: uh, album name does not it?
3: it it does <laughs> and then you get like
0: get your
2: drain pipes on
3: like half a second of seeing like this this kind of cg body or something or live action this body getting shot and then there's nothing and I just thought you know there's I'm I'm waiting for the kind of big payoff I'm waiting for the moment when it's going to tell me what this is going to be and it was just you know it's the kind of thing that you just wonder whether it's is it made is it waiting is it is it the kind of thing I mean surely they can't think that this would have piqued people's interest for, for E3 for everyone to say oh no that's the one I'm, I'm really waiting for
4: anyone who's around in the early 90s I was just hanging on in there for Sam Beckett to leap in I thought that's why they would be like
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think they'd have got more of a response with that to be fair you know what
4: I, w- I would have gone out and bought it day one if they'd have made a quantum leap game
1: I can just imagine you standing in front of your Kinect like doing that Quantum Leap pose where he puts his arms up and he's going into the machine. <laughs> just, <laughs> Sounds amazing. just
4: repeatedly saying, oh boy. Yeah, <laughs> I, te- I
0: tell you what, Telltale would make a good Quantum Leap game.
4: Oh, they would. Oh, I'm going to write <sighs> to them right make now.
0: <laughs> you heard it here first. Quantum Break, uh, Disjointed, all looked a bit odd. I mean, it, it was, just seemed an odd game to, to force in there. So at this point... If you were looking for games, you kind of left uh, disappointed. And then they rolled out the big one, Call of Duty. I suppose it looked okay. I suppose it looked um, kind of exciting. It looked the most obvious and natural place for a Call of Duty game to go next.
1: you know what the problem with Call of Duty is now I swear that developer must just live in some sort of bubble because the way they're talking about that game they're talking about it like they're doing some revolutionary stuff Like we have taken so many risks on Call of Duty this year, we have made so many changes, check out this dog He's wearing a vest. Have you seen it? <laughs> Did you not see
2: the arm porn? <laughs> yeah. And then like, there was plenty of arm porn going, look at you, can see his details like his hairs and his bruises and the dirt underneath his fingernails.
1: Yeah, uh, come on, guys. Like, it's Call of Duty. You shoot things. Things blow up. It's going to be the most emotional game yet. Mm, okay. That's not hard, <laughs> being as though they haven't been very emotional so far. It's insane, I, I do I'm not sure know. what
0: it says for uh, Stephen Gigan's credibility, either. Jumping onto a project like that and... Um, um, basically saying what he was saying, look, you know what, actually, I'll be the first to admit, I thought there'd been some great characters in uh, Call of Duty over the years, um, Price being an obvious, obvious example. Um, and I, I don't think it really needed to have this this kind of emphasis on the emotional side of things and, and wanting you to feel for a character. I think it would have been, you know, far more cool if they'd just tried to do it, but without... You know, drawing
2: focus to it. It just needs a decent campaign. Simple as. Decent campaign, decent multiplayer, it does what it does, and don't blow smoke up its ass like it's saying it's the best Call of Duty game, this and best call of duty that. Just do what they're doing, but just keep doing it a little bit better like like FIFA does. But don't yeah. big it up to be something At it's this not. point
0: it should be the best there's
2: ever been, right? Well, yeah, there's the debate between this and, and Battlefield, and obviously we've seen what Battlefield has and they feel like they just have to fewer. Few more superlatives out than Battlefield, and they'll they'll get the get the attention, but they just need to not get beyond what you know the stations and include too much story in Call of Duty. Because like Leon says, it's Call of Duty. You go out and shoot some. We're not bothered about one man's attachment to his dog. You know, you just go out and shoot some some people in this this wasteland as civilization has crumbled, as they say it has, and then
4: jobs are good and Am I supposed? To, did anyone else take from that that it's emotional because the dog dies?
1: I think everybody did. Spoilers. (laughs)
4: Preemptive spoilers. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Well, this is the thing. They're stretching it out, aren't they? You know, and they're trying to. It's the way they talk about it. And they talk to you like you haven't played the last five Call of Duty games, and like you're not going to notice that they've just reskinned it and that it's the same thing over and over again. Which is fine. Again, they hit all the pillars here. They hit FIFA. They hit. Call of Duty they hit the big things all the big markets that makes them their money right now and that's fine all they needed to do was you know throw in a Respawn Entertainment which was a bit of a rumour before we went in Respawn Entertainment were going to be there with their new game and it was possibly going to be exclusive that had blown things away you know I'm not saying don't have your Call of Duties, but give us something new that's not Quantum Break and not even gameplay.
0: Uh, okay, fellas, let's uh, let's wrap this up. What do, what do we think? To summarise, slightly disappointing, very disappointing. Uh, will you be rushing out to buy one, Leon?
1: Um, you know, I was chatting to Ben over email about this. I, I think if. If you'd given me just a bullet point list two hours ago, or no way more than that now, earlier on today, and said this is what's going to happen later, I'd have like scrumpled it up and threw it at you and go, I'm not buying that. Um, But now, sitting here and being faced with the possibility of actually not buying a new Xbox, I I can't see me not doing it. I mean, I'm not overly happy, again, my arcade games are going away, and secondhand games might be a little bit more annoying, but all of that sort of stuff only really lasts for the first year or so anyway. Um, will I get over it? Time will tell. E three is going to be a big, big, big decision point for me. I think.
4: Ben, let's throw it to you. Do you know what? No, I won't be. I won't be rushing out to buy. It. I, the, the more, you know, like you say, if there were some some real killer games out there, I could be tempted. But I don't care about waving my arms around. I don't care about voice control. I don't really care about watching t- paying however much it'll be to watch TV. I think I've got a PC that I really like, and I think the PS four looks interesting.
2: Steve? Like, um, right, Leon, I think E3 will be the the final decision. I mean, it looks good. I've got both now. I can't see me not having both eventually when they're both announced, but I don't think that I'll go by on day one. I think the PS4 will be day one, and then the Xbox will probably come afterwards.
0: Mark, enough to uh, tempt you away from your Wii
3: U? Well, he, well, Wii U was always going to be the plus one console, Uh I, I think, well, to be honest, I usually end up buying all the consoles anyway. Um, so yeah, anyway, I, I will buy it. but um I think this is I mean there's big disappointment about this whole kind of announcement, but it was I think pretty much what Microsoft wanted it to be. In I'm many sure ways. It's, I'm sure it's it what was. we all
0: expected really, deep
3: down. Everything everything was there. I mean, we knew that they were aiming towards multimedia. We knew that was the way that it was going. We knew that they wanted to add kind of more functionality to the dashboard. We knew they wanted to get people watching TV. We knew they wanted them signed up for, you know, Netflix and ordering pizzas and make sure they stay inside that experience. So we knew that was the way that it was going. Now, if they dropped a huge amount right now and risked, say, Sony... Uh, absolutely storming E3 because there was nothing new there for, for Microsoft to announce. Then they'd have the momentum going into the holiday season, and then they'd risk perhaps coming off second best there. You know, they want to save, you know, keep their powder dry. And so I, I think it was pretty much what we expected. They make a big splash with the, the mainstream media. You know, people are saying, oh, it's, you know, it's great. It does all these different functions. And the people who aren't gamers are, are really quite enthused by it. It's just that, you know, we're a slightly more kind of cynical lot that are trying to kind of hold on to this view of gaming that we don't want someone to shove a camera there on top of the tv and that kind of thing and we don't want to to order a rental car or something like that and you know check fantasy league teams you know the the one thing that was quite disappointing from my point of view was the whole kind of smart glass that that wasn't pushed further it seems this weird idea that they've got you know, they're already saying, "Well, you will have a tablet already linked up to it." But at the same time, if you wanted to check, you know, your fantasy league team or something like that, you're not just going to use your tablet anyway, or you can control it by your phone, but you're not going to yeah. use that as well. You know, I didn't fully understand it, but no, it was I what guess was that's to kind be expected. of platform
0: dependent, is it, or rather, should I say, game dependent? Um, it, it just seems to me like I don't know. I know why they wanted to announce it before E3, but I think it would have been so much more of an impact if they'd resisted temptation and just done this huge big presentation you know lots of big things on different days um, although they're probably not allowed to do that but ir- irrespective you know to, to have the games as well as the hardware I think would have been so much better and
3: yeah I mean the fir- the first reaction is naturally knee-jerk the first reaction is going to be disappointment but you know ultimately we're all about the games so once they show us something there if they showed us something you know what this cloud storage was being used for if they showed us exactly you know a reasonable use for multitasking in the screen you know I don't want to be launching Internet Explorer from my TV you know this these are all kind of extraneous things that you can be doing but the question is really why why do you want to be doing and what has this got to do with a gaming console ultimately I think it depends if if you view it as a console or if you view it as you know this one box under your TV and if it's the one box then they kind of do slightly risk someone else you know particularly Sony just saying well Ours is a more dedicated game. How do you think Sony platform? will
0: feel, having seen that today? Microsoft had, you know, a little um, sneak preview when Sony announced theirs, so they could kind of go back and had a little bit of time to tweak what they were doing. How do you think Sony will feel? Do you think they're they're probably feeling okay right now?
4: They'll be rubbing their hands together because their share prices have just gone through the roof. Have they really?
3: They'd be ecstatic. Well, the big area where Microsoft always had the lead was in social gaming. And the one thing that Microsoft didn't do today was push on how much you know live, you you know cross game chat, this kind of thing. They've pushed Skype. Um, You know they haven't really actually found anything new. They haven't found anything. They've basically just kind of left the door open for Sony to say, well, if we put in X, Y, and Z, we'll kind of be there alongside. So long as we bundle in a mic, you know, we can pretty much catch up with Microsoft. And there's not much they're actually doing that's innovative other than just saying well you can make these video calls I can do that on my Wii U massive thanks for joining us on this special edition um, podcast Uh, I've
0: been
2: Steve Hill thank you Mark cheers Steve
1: thank you Leon you caught me off guard hello thank you bye (laughs) thank you Ben my pleasure Uh, thanks Steve
2: thank you very much
0: and we'll catch you uh, in a couple of weeks all content
1: including sound clips and music is copyright material and featured for promotional use only AV Forum's podcast is copyright M2N Limited.